Fabulous Friday. It's uh, Digital Cortex, August 12th. My name's Steven. What's up? It's Random Styles in the house. All right. Now, uh, it's probably safe to say that uh, I'm like so fucking high right now. Yeah, dude. That was a good... uh... That was a good little cone, man. Actually, it wasn't the little one. It was the large one, huh? Yeah, it was because yeah. king size. I like the, um, yeah, dude, I like the cones. The raw cones are good. Yeah. And that weed was pretty nice. Yeah, what was that called again? Copperhead Farms Dragon Fruit. That's what we had. It was great. It was great. Yeah. And what do you got? You got the Bud Light again? You know it, man. I got myself a Corona. Yeah, you like those Corona cans, dude. Well, I just, they were the only, well, okay. So they were these, leftover? These, they're leftover, leftovers yeah. for leftovers. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. When we were, uh, you remember when we were doing keto? Yeah. Way back when? Yeah. So these were one of the few things you could drink. Um, they're Corona premieres and they're 2.6 grams of carbs. I wonder how much this Bud Light is. And it tastes like a Corona to me, you know. I don't think it doesn't taste like one. Oh, so. here we go. Calories, 110. Carbohydrates, 6.6. Okay. Yeah. So it's more, a lot more. Yeah. So. Um, it's a bigger can, though, too. How many ounces is that? Uh, 12. 12. Yeah, this is um, this is a pint, 16 ounces. Yeah, these are slim cans. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, we drank these um, when I had people over. Like, you know, you want to drink or uh, whatnot, or you go out and bring your own liquor stuff. Yeah. Well, this is what we drink. So we'd have something to drink. Um, When we stopped doing keto, I didn't really drink these as much because, you know, I really like ciders. Yeah, you like the ciders. Yeah. So Speaking these, of, these we need to get some more ciders, dude. I'm all about those angry orchids. I know you said that's like the Bud Light of... <sighs> of uh ciders mm-hmm. but i like bud light so <laughs> there's actually a uh i think they're a local cider place cider core there's like a local like cider mm-hmm. bar or something yeah is it close by it's in uh, phoenix tempe scottsdale is it chandler chandler okay i think it's chandler that's not far we went there i mean crystal went there oh you guys you already been there yeah was it uh was it like uh it's in Mesa. A Mesa, okay. It so was cool. It had food and stuff and then they Yeah, served... they, they had you do cider tastings, like a cider mm. flight. And we got some crazy flavors. Like they had like um blueberry pie flavored cider. Blueberry pie cider. <laughs> yeah. So they had different uh, house-made yeah, ciders. They had uh, ciders that had like some spice to them, like some kick. Mm, I like to try that. I think an apple pie would be good. I didn't, I didn't like that one as no. much. Me, me and Crystal, we we tried the whole flight and then we ranked them, and like it's so funny because there was I think five, and her bottom two were my top two. 
and my bottom two were her uh, top two. Yeah. And we shared the middle one. <laughs> so it was like we were just flip flopped on the ciders. That is interesting. Yeah. Because our taste is so different from each other. Like, you know, like I, I remember being younger and I was like, when people tell me they didn't like something, I'd be like, you're so dumb. Like, <laughs> I would be so mad. Like, I'd be like, you don't even know what you're talking about. You don't even know what taste is, you know? But like, the more I learned about like taste buds and the tongue and like some people can have more taste buds than like the average person. So like, think about if you had way more taste buds. It's like a superpower. Your taste would be more intense. Whoa. That's I feel, like a, I feel like we're on a spaceship right now. No, I got the notification. It was my um, smoke alarms. They do a little mm. test. Oh, it's just random test for the broadcasting system. Mm-hmm. Nice. This is only a test, Stephen. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> it does. It says that. It says a, a smoke alarm or a sound check will be made shortly yeah. and something like that. What if it was like... Say? It, what if we gave a countdown too? It's all 59, 58, 57. Yeah, it said in a few minutes, Nest Protect will run a brief sound check. It will make some noise. Don't be alarmed. This is only a test. It makes me think, though, like, what is it testing? Am I supposed to report that I don't hear it? Like no, I, I think it would. It it's, would, it's doing the sound test itself. Yeah, it's doing the test. Okay, so and then if it has a problem, it'll text you. Here's probably. my thing, though. So that means that there's a microphone in in the nest in the in the smoke detectors. It's probably just connected to your microphone on your phone. <laughs> but what if I'm not home and it does it? I think it waits probably for you to be home. Or does it use the the actual nest speakers microphone? Could. That would be another way to test it. I think the actual, I think it's testing the connectivity. So if it sends a signal to the smoke alarm and didn't get nothing back, then. You know, I really didn't like, I guess I'm now just like realizing how many microphones. Oh, a lot. Are in my house. Yeah. You're constantly being recorded by everything. <laughs> I know, right? Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Everybody has like a sound bite from you all day long. It's not a thing like I I thought of until just now. I'm like, wow, there's there's a microphone on my smoke alarm. There's a microphone on my web cameras, microphone on computers, phones, uh, the speakers that we use, the Google speakers. Uh, you want to go another step further. These apps that have access to your phone not only can hack your phone and get all the information from it, but can also hack computers you have. All on the network? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I think it's even in like the TikTok uh, um, user agreement. It's it, it, they actually tell you that they're going to hack into your peripheral computers. <laughs> they, it tells you. It says that. Yeah. <laughs> By using our product, you agree that we yes. can hack into your system. Yes, exactly. That we have access. That can't be legal. It, it, they told you up front. <laughs> <laughs> it's not bad if we tell you we're going to do it. Yeah. That's so wrong. Yeah, that's why they were trying to... That's why they told all government officials not to use it. They told them, don't download it. Delete it if you have it. They literally had to tell all of them. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know how many... I mean, I'm pretty sure they don't have it, but who knows, man. You know, there's guys out there that don't listen. 
But yeah, they had to tell them not to get it, not to download it, and if they had it, to delete it. But, but yeah, they're constantly recording all the time, keeping data for what I don't know. Huge data mines. Wow. Terabytes. Crazy. What's higher than a terabyte? Petabyte. Petabytes of information, you know, Mm -hmm. from all these users just constantly recording us, dude. They're just trying to learn humans and then learn. It's basically used for advertising, right? They, They know your habits and then they can try and change your habits to use the products that they want you to use. Basically. At least that's what I gathered from like that social dilemma or whatever that. Did you ever watch that on Netflix? I didn't finish it. I don't think I finished it either. But in the very beginning, they're talking to the people that worked at Facebook, the people that worked at all these social media sites. And they're like, yeah, they they want access to you. They want to know your habits. They want to know what you do, what you like. And then they're going to target their specific oh, advertisements. Yeah. It's and all about the ads. And That's why Ryan Reynolds got into the ad business. He probably was like, dude, there's so much money in ads. Yeah, a lot of actors go into ads. I mean, Matt Damon was doing crypto.com commercials, dude. Well, not just like actors acting in ads, but like Ryan Reynolds owns an advertising company. Oh, he has an advertising company? Yeah, he owns an advertising company. He also owns that gym, And he too. advertises for his own advertising company. <laughs> and then probably uses advertising company to advertise for his gin. Yes, that's why. Yeah. So he started with the gin, started making commercials and stuff for them, realized like there's I could just pay myself. A whole thing that can be done, you know. And what did what did he find out? He was like, oh well I'm making ads for the company I own. Then he goes and buys like Mint Mobile and he's like, huh. I can oh, make ads mobile? for this one. Yeah, he's a fucking mobile phone phone oh, too. That's right. <laughs> That's right. I forgot He's like, about I'll, I'll advertise on this too. So now I've got my two companies and I'm advertising and I'm like, I can sell my companies, my own advertising companies content. Yeah. I mean, might as well. You're already in the game. I mean, he's, he's definitely pretty smart, dude. Yeah. I mean, so now he owns like this algorithmic, like easy to use thing for sending ads to tv and shit i'm trying to think who else does that kind of stuff i know the rock has a bunch of different companies he's got tequila he's got oh and then he bought voss water he bought, he bought um he, he owns a football team yeah the xfl oh you're talking about ryan reynolds has, yes. a, has an english football team yeah he has an english yeah. football team with uh jason sudeikis yes. right <laughs> no 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 not Jason Sudeikis. Oh, Rob McLeany, right? Yeah, yeah, the yeah. The from guy from uh, Always, Sony. Always Sony. Yeah. Yeah, Mac. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I said Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, I know. Wrong funny guy. No, he's a coach. Yeah, he's, he's Lasso. <laughs> Ted Lasso. We just, I was just talking about that. It was so weird that it came up again. I didn't need to watch That's that. It's just so funny that you went there. It was like, oh, it's it's Chase Dickens because he's a coach. You almost said, yeah. <laughs> you were like, no. I was <laughs> like, st- yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, no. You started, you were like, no. Damn. No. Yeah, no, these, these guys, I mean, I think it's like more and more like 
I didn't see this as much as when like we were kids, like actors having so many different companies and do seems like more and more businessmen. Yeah, I think it's it's like uh, starting to become like a newer trend for it too. It's almost like the access to information too, you know, like so many people can look things up that they're interested in. So whereas it was more difficult, you had to go to a library, you had to know somebody, you had to be connected, you know, you had to have learned it in school or something, you know, like there was just it's just easier pathways to information now. I think that helps. And I think so many people just see other people too. It's like a domino effect. You see somebody doing something and you're like, I want to do something, you know, like these guys, uh, these guys are all doing multiple things at one time. It's just crazy. I don't know how they have the time. I guess you just hire the right people and you get shit done. Yeah. Money. I, I think money helps a lot. Oh, I think yeah. that's a big Definitely part of money. the equation. <laughs> <laughs> when you have money. Yeah. I always think like, cause I know people, you know, I know like some people that have decent jobs and I'm like, if I just had more that I could do stuff with, I have ideas. Like I would, let me take your, like, if, I don't know, man. Like I could do stuff. I have ideas that I want to do. Just need the funds. But we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of ideas swirling in my head that probably don't work. <laughs> like, <laughs> I would definitely have a cider bar or something. <laughs> that would be one I would explore for sure. I'd be like, I need apples. How do I get apples? Where can I get apples from? I'd do the arcade bar. I think that would be cool. Oh, that for sure that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, even like uh, like at Ziggy's, dude, with like just like pinball machines is cool. Just something about it, you know. I think there's something about touch, you know, having that physical being there, you know. Like, did you go to arcades when you were a kid? Like, play NBA Jam and stuff, and like, um, I wouldn't say like a neighborhood arcade place, nah. but we went to like some of the more commercialized things, like GameWorks. Because you didn't have Peter Piper right over there. Oh, well, yeah. Then we had stuff like that. Like You had like, uh, was it Shakey's or whatever? Mm-hmm. They had video games, right? Mm-hmm. No? It was more a pizza no, place? No, nothing like that. Yeah, it would have to been a pizza place or something or like Chuck E. Cheese or something like that. Chuck E. Cheese, yeah. But did they have, there wasn't more kids games or would it be like, just reg- back in the days, it was probably regular games, huh? I don't know. I'm thinking it was just more kids stuff kids yeah oriented. i feel like it was more it definitely is now but i just don't remember going there i guess it wasn't that many Chuck oh, the cheese. movie theaters had some arcades did. and stuff yeah, yeah that's right the old school movie theaters used to have pretty decent arcades but it seemed like over in arizona we had all kinds of peter pipers everywhere and they were filled with arcade games like every peter piper had arcade in it and then we had like other Pizza places that had like even bigger arcades at the mall. You guys had mall like arcades at yeah. the mall. Yeah. yeah. Those those type. But mm-hmm. like, you know, not like a a mom and pop arcade shop, you know? Yeah. No, there, there was some. We had some. Um, but there wasn't a lot. It was already kind of. Yeah, there's something about that, though. Slapping that quarter on the screen, like, yeah, I'm next. <laughs> <laughs> play, uh, play some Street Fighter or something, dude. Like, right? Yeah, those get something about fighting in the old Mortal Kombat too, man. Do you remember that shit? They used regular people on the screen. Like the first Mortal Kombat oh, was just. Yeah. 
they uh, I watched a video the other day of them filming the guys doing the moves. Yeah, and they're doing the uppercut. Mm-hmm. And they just recorded it and then put that on the laser disc. So the arcade games have a laser disc that they had all the information on. Crazy. Yeah, which I never even thought of, but I get that's how they used to do it. And then uh Dude, it, I I've I've seen laser disc in person. Yeah. But I've never actually used one. Yeah, I I never got I wasn't old enough in that time frame to be using like laser discs. I bet you it was like an awesome time, dude. There's probably a bunch of nerds losing their brain, dude. We started, crazy. When, yeah, when we built arcades. I remember a friend he he bought this um soundtrack uh to a movie. And he uh went to open it up and it was a cool looking record, he thought, right? It was all like silvery. Yeah. And he found out that it was like, oh, this isn't a record. He tried to put on the it's record. It's a laser player? disc. No, I think he eats a laser disc of the movie. So he didn't buy the soundtrack. He bought the movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Dude, people were confused about CDs. They're like, oh, you got an album? No, it's a CD. What's a CD? Yeah. Yeah, CDs were weird. For, there was a, there was because uh, I was around when tapes, tapes were what people, and then it went to CDs. And it was like, oh, okay, you have to use a CD player. So you can't put it in a tape player, you know, like everyone was like, okay. I remember to like kids, they started selling you like single songs and those little chips and they started going to like SD. Yeah. The PSPs too. Remember the PSPs? Mm-hmm. I always wanted a PSP, dude. It looks so cool. A handheld game. And then you could play other media on it too, like movies and music yeah, and all and that stuff. Yeah, they had their own little Blu-ray. They had SD little, cards. They were the, what do they call them? The UMDs, is it? Yeah. Those little discs. Yeah. Yeah, they had a weird little disc. You know, I was thinking the other day too. Nintendo never got rid of cartridges. They still use them. Even the even the the switch. The switch you have. It's a little cartridge. It's a little tiny one. It's a little mini (laughs) cartridge. That's they did for a while though. They they did go to disc. The Wii had disc. Yep. But then game, they brought they no, brought the cartridges. It was, it was the GameCube, the Wii, and then the Wii. Oh yeah, GameCube so had this too. They did about three generations of it, and then they brought the cartridges back. But yeah. technically, you know, they still never went away because they always were making the handhelds with the cartridges. Still. Yeah, yeah. So they kept making them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of funny because I just I I remember having a stupid argument with somebody that liked PlayStation. I was like, No, Nintendo's better, dude. They're like, No, man, PlayStation. And I was like, no, dude, you're using a stupid CD. And I was like, I've seen how long it takes to load. Because, you know, like it would just be loading their screen. And I was like, I don't have to load on my Nintendo. Cartridges are better. I was like. <laughs> yeah. It just goes. It was at the time, but it was not the future. No. But I don't know. I don't know. Nintendo's still using it. So I wonder how much of that information is just downloaded, you know, when you get the game. Oh, yeah. They, they do an install. Because you can still download games, too. I, st- I don't even see... It. So, at a certain point with the cartridge, after you've installed the game and you get digital updates and the game is living on your system. Yeah. You have this cartridge. And the same with the CDs. It's now just, like, prove you own it. Yeah, it's just proof of ownership at that point. Because so if you dumb. clicked on it, they'd be like, please insert the game. And you're like, God damn it. If I would have just downloaded it, then I wouldn't even have to do this. 
you know. And but, I guess it's just to keep you from like, oh well, selling it. Yeah, here, take it, but I still get to play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the only way they can stop that because then you would download it and then you'd just literally sell it and never need it again. But I don't know. It's so dumb. I wonder if it's just like a file or something in there that you can tick, and it's like now yeah. the now it knows that it doesn't require a disc. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure people hack it, and they just keep the game downloaded on their. But then you have to hack the actual like Xbox or or Nintendo or something. Yeah, and then they don't let you do because updates. Updates will catch those hacked ones, right? Unless you're good at getting around those, but or not updating it. But then you won't be able to. So they constantly do updates, probably to catch those people that are hacking it. But I know people still play on because I play Halo all the time, and I know there's motherfuckers that are. Using a PC, they're just fucking hacking, dude, because they never miss. It's always headshots. Like, I'm getting fucked up by this guy. I know there's people that still cheat on there. There's just some guys, they're too good. There's no way, like, I'm going to kill people for a living. (laughs) I know how good. (laughs) No, I don't know. I mean, there could be guys that are really good, but just there's certain things you see on the screen. You're like, what the fuck? I shot him first. How did he kill me? You know, like. I don't know. There's just weird things where you're like, I don't know, man. There's feels like some shenanigans are going on with this dude. Like this whole team seems too good. Like they never miss. I mean, I don't know. Guys could be that good. There is guys that are professionals, but I don't know. Every now and then it feels like some shenanigans are going on. But who knows, man? Who know who knows what games are gonna I mean, is games really just gonna be all VR? Is it just gonna be VR goggles? Oh, no, they're still making controller based games and stuff like that. But like maybe in the future, that's what I'm saying. In the future, is it just going to be all VR? When they can figure out how to make VR where it doesn't like, you know, make you sick. You think it makes prolonged. people sick? If you wear it for too long, yeah, you can get, you can you get, get dizzy? like dizzy. Yeah. Have you seen those Ready Player One? Um, Motion sickness. That's what it is. Uh, uh, treadmills that you can like run on in any direction yeah yeah they have those I've seen those and then um, I actually had pre-ordered a VR headset that came with a little waist based motion thingy so that like you dictate where you're going to run in VR based on where your waist is pointed Mm. so this way you can play a, a shooting game and actually and turn. feel more realistic, like you could turn yeah. and fire while running away or while running sideways or something. <laughs> you're running and you're shooting backwards. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just like you would in Halo, right? I mean, you would back up and shoot. Yeah, you would have to physically turn it on. But I'm saying you're running one direction, but your arm is pointing the opposite direction. And you're shooting behind you. Okay, That'd yeah. That would be funny. <laughs> Maybe something like that, too. <laughs> I think they need better, like... Because I, I heard that it, it doesn't always connect to a TV so everyone can see as well sometimes. Like, uh, it's limited on what everyone can see you doing. Oh, yeah. Well, sometimes, definitely. Because if you don't have, a, like, a powerful enough computer to handle putting you in VR and then also trying to display what you're seeing yeah. on a whole different monitor... Because yeah. that's what it is. You're, you're displaying the content on two separate screens. And as being real time. Which is going to take more processing power for the graphics, I believe. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you got to have the right so setup. Definitely be a delay or it's streaming it to itself. So uh, it's not as bulky of um, processing requests. I, I think guess. it, because that's the. I'm, I lose my. That got away from me for there. <laughs> the processing? No, I think once. I think that would be some of the fun of it like if everyone could see what you're doing in the game and then you could kind of make it a social thing like i think that would be fun too um where some people are playing some people are watching you could do stuff yeah, like that i gotta check out see that, that box up there oh yeah, yeah yeah the star wars yeah it's supposed to be like a thing like there's a lightsaber in there and you can play lightsaber fights oh, yeah, in you vr and stuff yeah but my phone doesn't fit for it and mm. Crystal's phone does, but I just haven't had like the chance to um, try. Say, hey, let me have your phone. I want to download an app and you play a game. So, yeah, have, let, me, let me have your phone for like a good hour. Set it up and then she <laughs> could try it too. You guys can yeah, both play. Maybe. Yeah. I tried putting it, my phone in it, and I don't know if you can see, but I. Oh, you showed me. I scraped it real yeah. bad. Yeah, you showed me the yeah. day you tried it. it cost like $25 to get the screen placed and I've been wanting to do it but it's like I feel like I should crack it a little bit more first <laughs> you want it to be worth it You're yeah like, come on yeah. right now it's just a scratch and it's annoying but it's not you can the see the it world. but it's not yeah if I sell the phone definitely should fix screen it. fixed yeah I uh I just think we're just gonna I mean I would like what Xbox was doing with the camera Oh, the connect in the connect, yeah, yeah. That was motion tracking. That feels like easier, especially for your eyes. And they were trying to do first-person shooters. You know, you hold your hands up, and it would know your gun. You were shooting the gun and stuff. But I think there was just it wasn't. I guess you could have like a gun you hold, you mm -hmm. know, and then you would click it, and it would right. know you're shooting. But um, it would need to be some kind of a. It was a workout, thing. dude. We did track and field and stuff. We were throwing javelin and like running track, and you had to like high step, and then you had to jump and like, dude, it was a workout. I remember. It yeah, was fun. even just like bowling, bowling, doing yeah. a bowling one. I did have um, on the Connect one on the 360 was a uh, Star Wars game. And yeah, Star Wars. That's where, and and I I had like my lightsabers, so I would use the the hilt and pretend I was actually had the lightsaber when I had to do the swinging and stuff. It was pretty good at picking up your body too. I would say it mapped us, it mapped you out pretty pretty well. What it ended up doing well for me when I had to connect was just like the voice stuff. I guess the voice was cool. You could definitely. Um, it was meant to have your cable box connected to it at all times. So you could be like, hey, Xbox, churn the NBA game on or something, you know, like, and you could right. switch to Or channels. people would have their, their names as, hey, Xbox, turn off. <laughs> well, it had face recognition, too. If you just walked by it, it would sign you in. Yes, it would sign you in and it would pair it with the your, the controller you Yeah, it knew like. who you were. Yeah. So, yeah, it was there was a lot of cool features that uh, they just kind of abandoned all of it. The, I was reading, though, that the Xbox Series X does have 8K upscaling. So if you, for some reason, got an 8K TV, you could upscale pretty close to 8K, which is pretty cool, man. 
the the original specs on the Xbox before it came out, they said it was gonna have 8K. Yeah, I remember you telling me that. And it it says on the box doesn't necessarily have 8K, but it has upscaling to 8K. So it's it's all in the wording. So it's not technically 8K, but it's pretty close. It, it can it can upscale to. It'll it. be better than 4K. Basically. Yeah, which is kind of crazy. That's all you need to know. I mean, 4K is good. If you have a good 4K TV, that's still good. Oh, I know. Like, those look great. Like, yeah. I was just watching this review of the uh, LG C2 TV, mm. but it's like a limited Star Wars themed one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Does it like have like a beam of light that goes around it? I guess like, so the thing on LG TVs when you're messing with their operating system with their remote, yeah, you has like this motion remote. It has a cursor. Yeah, yeah. So you see the cursor. Yeah. They replace that cursor with the lightsaber. Mm, okay. Yeah, dude, I, I that's the TV I have right now. I have an LG. They have the magic uh magic remote and it has um has a cursor for everything. It's mm-hmm. kind of cool. The cursor's cool. It was supposed to be uh easier to navigate through the screens. You know what's fun? A fun little history about that operating system. So oh, it's geez. called WebOS, right? Oh, okay. So back in the 2000s, or was it like the 20, 2009? Yeah, 2009. Uh, Palm, the people who made the Palm Pilot, Palm Trio. Mm, I remember Palms. So uh, that company, who were making cell phones, like, you know, these smart computer-like cell phones back in the day. Yeah, with Windows the keyboards had a phone. on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those were being made by Palm. So the Palm Pilot, you know? I remember the Palm Pilot. So they came out to compete with the new modern smartphone, Apple and, and Android. And uh, they called it the uh, Palm uh, Pre, is what it was. Mm. So the Palm Pre. What killed it was like marketing and cheap materials with a high price. But this phone was crazy at the time. So 2009, put you in perspective, what, what iPhone was out in 2009? I don't know, the 4 or something? Yeah, I think it was a 4. Yeah. So think back to what you could do on the 4, right? Physical button still. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, one app at a time. There wasn't multitasking or anything like that. So the the Palm Pre was built with like this ergonomics to it. So it felt like a pebble in your hand. Okay. And it had a, a slider. So it slid up and it had a full QWERTY keyboard. And then it had just one button below the screen. Yeah. And then on each side of that button was a gesture area. So... I want you to remember in during this time in 2009 you still had physical home buttons and stuff, right? Oh yeah, yeah, a lot of buttons. So that gesture area, if you swiped up from the gesture area, it would take you to the home screen. If you swiped up and held, you would get a view of all your open apps. Okay. So that card flow that you see when you do like your recent apps and you see all your open apps now, and you do it in iPhone, you do it in Android. That was actually patented by Palm back then. 
mm. in 2009 and they were the only people doing it and all those apps were still live you weren't able to do that before you know yeah. like a video was still playing in the background on that app yeah yeah and there was no back button or forward you use that gesture you want to go back you swipe it back i mean i'm saying this and people are like yeah i mean that's what you do on a phone right now but yeah. think back to 2009 you weren't doing that on phones there was no gesture navigation mm -mm. you had physical back menu home on android and maybe a search button on iphone you had the home button and you had to do that to do everything you had a little back button at the very top of your left screen which a lot of apps still have um, but you didn't have like swiping and, and options like that, you know? Yeah. So really pretty revolutionary for its time. It was doing a lot and they made it pretty easy to uh, create a homebrew market for it. Like you could unlock your phone, put it in development mode, which is something you weren't able to do before. And you had like root access and things like you could do a lot with it. It was crazy. It was cool. And it had a, another feature that the other phones didn't have, which is like this universal search. So you'd open it up and you start searching, like you just start typing and you got your like list of apps. Like if you start typing something and um, it would look at an app or a contact or give you the option to search the web or open it up in maps, which are all features that are like common right now, but nobody else had it in 2009. Yeah. You know. So crazy it a, enough. It was ahead of its time mm -hmm. for sure. So um, that company, Palm, got bought by HP right when they were making a tablet for their ecosystem. They'd gone from WebOS 1.0 on a pre and they were working their way up through it. They made that's what the operating system was called, WebOS. And once HP bought them, they released their... Um, tablets and their other stuff too uh so their newest phones they had like three or four three three different products so they had the the tablet the palm pre they had it up to palm pre three by this point and they had a palm oh, i was like a little mini one so it was the same thing but smaller and compact still had a full keyboard oh and a and a slider for going out like uh, turning off the volume and stuff. Uh, the ringer, ringer slider. Pump up the volume, pump up the volume. Yeah. And um, it also had a uh, this weird feature that, that like caused a lot of issues that you could do. Back then, like people were syncing their music to your iPhone and stuff, right? That was a big thing. It's like, how do I get my music on my phone? Yeah. We weren't streaming music. We were placing it. Yeah, from the computer yeah, yeah. and you everybody was using itunes for everything so the convenience of an iphone you plug it in right so palm pre when you would plug in a palm pre to uh itunes it would show up as an ipod nano <laughs> so mm. that you can sync all of your music and your contacts and your calendar and everything because a lot of the people that that were running the company at the time were ex-Apple employees. <laughs> uh. So it was pretty cool. And Apple would make an update and then they would just update again and fix it so that it showed up again. Yeah. Um, and then it was like this big thing and Apple threatened to sue. 
They didn't like that. They didn't like that. Palm yeah. at the time, they weren't making a lot of money. Like they were, they were failing business. So this was like their rejuvenation. This film, um, and what ended up happening is, is they said, "Go ahead," because we have a bunch of patents. Palm had been in the business forever. Yeah. They had a huge patent portfolio. They could sue Apple right back, but they ended up not doing any of that. I mean, the threat was really there. They have so many patents, Um, but they didn't have the money to stay in a legal battle with Apple for like ever. Yeah. So ultimately they, they got rid of that little feature. But at this time, then HP bought them. And they were releasing the tablet and everything. That tablet went for like $500. And was just tablet version of the operating system, which is really cool. Did a lot of other cool stuff. Yeah. Uh, I remember I owned one. And then they had a fire sale on it. And they cut the price to like 150 bucks or something stupid like that. And I was like, what the fuck? I spent nearly $600 on this thing. <laughs> oh. I know. Uh, HP head of hp he had like some sexual assault thing or harassment charge Mm. on him and he had to leave and the company got run by i think it was the lady who did who ran ebay for a bit okay and so it they just killed off the entire mobile division which was what hp was going to be doing they were going to be releasing phones under their name instead of the palm name um, after they bought Palm, and they really did it for all their patents, and to to take the phone company and make phones. Like we could be in a world right now where HP, Samsung, and Apple are competing as phone companies. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's there's definitely not a lot of competition now. Yeah, and then eventually HP sold off all their their stuff, and they sold the operating system to LG, and people thought, oh wow. We're going to get LG-based WebOS phones. That's crazy cool. But no, they put that shit in a TV. <laughs> yeah. So the LG WebOS operating system you use and love today all stemmed from Palm and was originally designed for telephones and tablets. It's crazy, man. And how, how did that relate to LG? Come on. <laughs> Because it's in their TV now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the right. operating system you yeah, use on your yeah, TV. Yeah. Is the, the LG WebOS. Oh, LG's WebOS is the Palm WebOS. That's why it started off at like WebOS 3.0 or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. They, um, they were, they did have like a whole LG screens for their apps and everything. They have games on there. They have like a lot of stuff on their screens. Yeah. Um, but uh, and know. you know what's funny too is because like now everyone build an app for it. But one of the things that hurt the pre and and that whole entire ecosystem back then was uh developers. They couldn't get developers to develop for it because they were already stuck between developing for um Apple and Android. And it's the same thing that killed Windows Phone too, Microsoft's um, operating system. I like the Windows Phone too. I loved my Windows Phone. Yeah, it was you had great. It? Yeah, 
Yeah. I had a friend that had it. I didn't have one, but we used to mess around on his phone all the time, dude, because he had crazy. He would, um, that was one of the first phones where he would, he would connect to the TVs, like in a bar or something, and he'd start changing the channel. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, dude, he'd just be like, flipping through channels and stuff when we were at bars and stuff. It was crazy. Yeah, I had a Windows phone up until it was like Windows Phone 10 on it. And that was when a whole other fucking thing, because Microsoft ended up like buying Nokia to make like Windows phones. Yeah. Dude, I was just reading a story about um, a lot of cable companies are now selling uh, phone services. So they're selling phones. You can like you can get a phone for like 30 bucks a month from like Comcast or something. Which is crazy. There mm-hmm. are these cable companies have a different kind of uh connection they're using. Um they're using like radio towers and stuff like that for their connection. Um they uh, and so they can offer cheaper rates and they're stealing like a lot of customers from like AT&T and Verizon and T-Mobile. I was reading something like 9 million customers converted over to like different various like cable companies. So like, uh, you know, we have like, but aren't these, they're not all of that cell phone frequency isn't going off something different. They, they've got to be renting the towers. It depends on where the towers are and where you're at. Um, but if it's a heavily dense area, I don't think they need to use cell phone towers. They have different communication towers they're using for their um, networks. So they're able to bypass AT&T and um, Verizon and use their own service. So. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. That's right. And I think I saw like the My Phoenix um, one was there. There's one for there's a local one for us, too. Yeah. So all these cable companies are stealing like a whole bunch of uh, customers from Verizon and uh, T-Mobile and and they're offering way less in uh, it's way less cost. I mean, customers are going to continue to go to these other companies for wireless services because it's so cheap. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I didn't even know this shit's going on, dude. Like, this is so weird. Yeah. So, um, yeah, dude, I mean, the way that they've been charged, Verizon's been continually to increasing their rates and stuff like that. So people are just leaving. They're going to these other companies. And, you know, it's not huge. Some companies have, like, they added 200,000, you know, customers and stuff like that. But what It's would, big for them. How would you... So the my thing is, is like, so the phone makers are going to be making phones specific radio frequencies yeah, like I'm to, sh- I'm to sure get those frequencies. Right. Yeah, I'm sure there's some kind of. Uh, so these phones are like SIM card that works pretty much region lock, though, right? No, because I think once you leave certain areas, I think they have deals where they can. S- so they got just multiple radios. They Yeah. Yeah. Radio. They can use radio towers. For the majority in most, there's some areas that they're getting service that Verizon doesn't even have because it's like rural or something. And there's radio towers, but there's no uh, 
actual AT&T or Verizon towers. So there is some places that they can get to that nobody else can or nobody else has yet. But um, at least that's what I was reading. And uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting because, I mean, uh, this is going to this definitely increases competition. So anytime increased competition happens, it's good for the customer. It's going to make our prices go down. So, I mean, you have a Google phone, right? Whose network do they use? Is it a CDMA or is it? It's a, it's, they use like three different networks. Is it? Yeah. Um, Because the idea of it is that they will bounce you to whatever network has the better coverage in where you're at. So that you always have coverage. Okay. Yeah. Because, I mean, you have uh, GSM, which is like T-Mobile. They use a different network than mm-hmm. Verizon. Yeah, Verizon's on CDMA. Sprint was on CDMA, but yeah, uh, I don't think they're on CDMA anymore. Cause you don't think Verizon is anymore? No, Sprint. Oh, Sprint? Yeah. Is there still Sprint? I thought Sprint got bought. Right. And so all those Sprint towers, they're going to turn them off and they're going to convert them to GSM. It was Sprint and T-Mobile, right? They merged. Mm-hmm. And they're just T-Mobile now. Yep. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah, all these companies. There used to be so I mean, they still have Cricket. <laughs> but they used to yeah, have so many different... AT&T owns Cricket. Do they? Yeah. Okay, so it's under, it's under AT&T yeah, anyways. Yeah, T-Mobile owns... Um, what about Boost Mobile? Boost is... Their own thing, but they're more uh, prepaid, huh? They they were going Sprint owned them, did they? Because Boost was using Sprint's towers, so I guess now T Mobile owns them. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh, dude, did ever we were talking about who owns what? Boost is even still around. Did they not close it down? I don't know, man. I can't keep track of this. I don't even know anymore. No, we were talking about um. I think last week we were talking about like brands and what who who owns what. Have you ever seen this picture right here? It's a picture of um the company and then what they own, uh, what's under their umbrella of food. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah. So like when you zoom zoom in Kellogg's owns like Cheez-Its and Eggos and Pringles. They own cornflakes, Fruit Loops. They own like almost all of the major cereals. Uh, Keebler they own. Nutrigrain. They own uh I just I just figured it out. Boost is owned by Dish Wireless. Dish. Hmm. And then like General Mills, they have checks, tricks, Cheerios. Um Yo Play, Hamburger Helper, Jolly Green Giant, that dude, um, Pillsbury. Like, you think, like, I always thought these companies were their companies, but they're just all owned by yeah, one they're all company. they're owned by, by specific brands. Like Pepsi, dude. Pepsi owns, like, Captain Crunch, Quaker, um, uh, Sierra Mist. 
and Mountain Dew, Gatorade, Seven Up, Tropicana, Ocean Spray, Cheetos, Fritos, Ruffles, Lay's, Dorito. Like they own everything. Dude, Pepsi owns so much. It's ridiculous, dude. Dude, they own everything. Funyuns. Pepsi Funyuns. owns Funyuns. Mm hmm. The fuck? Yeah, dude. And the Nestle, dude. The Nestle Corporation. Oh my God. I think they they own, I think, even more than Pepsi. I mean, we're talking, let's see here. All the candies. Baby Ruth. You got um Butterfinger Crunch. What the fuck? What else? Oh my god. It's so zoomed in. Oh, um, Kit Kat. Um, Rolo. Yeah, dude. They, um, oh my god. Dude, some of these, all, man. Some of these candies I never even heard of, dude. Like DiGiorno Pizza. <laughs> they, um, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I love those little stuffed crust pizzas. Yeah, oh, all, so good. all the um the dryers, ice cream, um, baby food. There's like so much baby food that Nestle owns. I don't know why, dude. Like babies Gerber. are a market, man. Gerber and like uh don't underestimate the 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 wealth that can be had from the baby industry. Oh, I know it does. That's why they own it. Um they, they also own Wonka candy, sweet tarts, um, nerds. Yeah, dude. They, and then Coca-Cola, dude. Coca-Cola is another beast. Mostly it's drinks. A whole other thing. It's mostly drinks with Coca-Cola, not a lot of food. No. For some reason, Pepsi owns a lot of food, dude. Like, what the fuck, dude? This is so weird, dude. Like, and yeah, Mars can't Mars owns a lot of other shit. M&Ms and Snickers and Dove and Yeah. I don't know, dude. It's just You'd think these companies are their own companies, but they've already been bought by, you know, General Mills or... You know what? I don't like that there's a Dove chocolate and a Dove soap. Why do you get them confused? You might eat the soap. (laughs) The soap does look tasty. I don't think I'm getting them confused. I just don't like the thought of it. Like, I go and I see the Dove chocolate and then I immediately just think about the soap. The soap does look delicious. And so delicious. I don't eat Dove chocolate. I feel like eating the soap. Have you ever seen the Dove soap bars? Yeah, but they I look delicious. Eat it. No, I mean they're they well look, sculpted. They look, they look nice. They yes, look delicious. Yes. They don't taste delicious. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat them for but sure. I don't know. I, I think they look cool and they look nice. I guess as a soap bar goes, <laughs> they look okay. But I don't know if I go as far as being like, "Damn, that's a delicious soap bar." Hey, you better stop looking at me that way, <laughs> soap bar. <laughs> I'll come eat you right now. Yeah, no, Excuse I think me. I think they look good. But um, <laughs> that upsets you that there's an ice cream and a soap. Yeah, I don't like this. We don't need to be doing this. Yeah, what's wrong with you people? So should the should the ice cream make the soap too? But then that would be more confusing. What if they sent out bars of soap in their ice cream boxes, you know? Oh, those wouldn't last very long. 
Well, they would last. Oh, no, wait. The bars <laughs> of soap and the ice cream. Yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I flipped it around. Yeah. And I thought cream. you were buying your bar of soap and there was ice cream in it. It's all melted sitting on the shelf. Uh, you're washing your hands and you got vanilla it's all like, over it. Yeah, what is what this? the heck? My soap it, just disintegrated. It's all milky. <laughs> mm. No, other way around. You got soap bars inside of ice cream right. containers yeah. and then you're over there biting soap. Ugh. Yeah, that would, that would suck. Although it, it would look delicious, though. You would look at it and you would say, this is a delicious looking... I don't, I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> Why? What I don't is, know. It's upsetting. It's Let's not talk upsetting. about it. Dove and Dove, you get it together, guys. Come on. We can't have two companies with the same name, you shitheads. Figure it out. <sighs> yeah, no, I don't... I never thought about that. It didn't bother me much, I guess. But um, oh yeah, dude, NBA. Mm-hmm. We got some. We got an NBA minute, dude. Ooh, welcome to the NBA minute. NBA minute. NBA minute. NBA minute. Oh, he just did a whole another beat, dude. <laughs> okay, that that was perfect. All right, so the the NBA is still in the off season. There's no games being played. Aww. Only training camps are uh, starting up soon. But um, you know, Kevin Durant decided that it was way too quiet. It was there was nobody talking about him. So he decided um, he was gonna. <laughs> Can you imagine just waking up one day and you're just like, "Who are you guys talking about? Not yeah. you. Fuck." <laughs> Check Twitter. My name's not even trending. Fuck. No, um, he uh, he had a meeting with the owner. I want to say it was like overseas too, like Italy or something. I don't know, dude. Uh, you know, they're millionaires, billionaires, whatever. And uh, so they had a meeting. They want to talk about what they envision for the season. And Kevin Durant told the owner that he does not want to play with Steve Nash and he wants him fired. Oh, shit. And he also wants uh, the general manager, Sean Marks, also fired. That's the only way he's going to play for the Nets. So he's not going to play for the Nets anymore. Um, well, I mean, it's not really up to him, but that's not. <laughs> it's, de- it's definitely uh, um, a wrench in the process because it was already kind of feeling like the Nets were just going to keep Durant. Nobody's offering what the Nets want. The Nets want like the biggest haul of all time. They want the most draft picks. They want all the young players. They want everything for Kevin Durant, pretty much is what they've been telling all these teams. Nobody's been willing to match it. Most of the offers have been pretty weak. Because typically typically when you have a player that's not happy on a team, the team doesn't usually have leverage. You know That means their player is unhappy. So if he plays for the team, it's not going to be good. Like Nothing right. good will come of this because he's not happy. So um, usually the other teams kind of have the leverage like, hey, we'll give you this, you know, like we know he's not happy. But the Nets are feeling like they're the ones that are in control because usually when something like this happens, a player has a year left. So there's that thing hanging over their head like, hey, if you don't trade him this year, he's just going to leave for nothing. So you got to trade him or he leaves for nothing. But in this case, Durant has four years left, so he doesn't really have that threat of just leaving for nothing. He could just literally be stuck there for four years. Right. So because like he can't just switch to another team because they can't 
taken because of the contract? He's contracted to play for the Brooklyn Nets. So unless the Nets trade him, he is... And no other team can just take him because of that, right? No, they can't just say, you can play for us if you don't like it over there. <laughs> <laughs> they The only time they could do that is if they're not under contract. You know, like if they're a free agent, then yeah, come on over, man. But uh, no, he's contractually connected to the Nets to, for four years. So, Yeah. But it's just crazy because, you know, nobody, this is not a common thing to do. Players, superstars don't normally say you need to fire the head coach and the general manager, which is basically like the coach's boss, you know. So this is definitely out of the ordinary and um, definitely stirred the pot. So we'll see. The saga continues. Just when everybody thought it was dying down, Kevin Durant's like, (laughs) not today. (laughs) Yeah. So that's been the biggest news. And then obviously they've been talking about the Suns and what are the chances we can get them, blah, blah, blah. But the Suns are just not willing to tear up their whole team for Kevin Durant. You know, that's basically what the Nets are asking any of these teams to do is give me all your best players, your draft picks, and you can have Kevin Durant. So you would basically be, you know, chopping your legs off, you know, to get Kevin Durant, you know, which he's a good player by himself, but he's also not that young. So there is a chance he'd get hurt. And then now you have nobody. (laughs) You gave all your best players away. (laughs) And now Kevin Durant's hurt. So he's on the bench. So that's also another thing that's working against him is his age. He's 33, which is not old by any means. But in the NBA, you might as well be in a rocking chair or something. You know, like once you get over a certain... Once you get over 30, you're, you're a veteran. So... Yeah, and then also his injury history. He tore his Achilles before. I don't know if you've ever like hurt your Achilles or felt it. Um, it's the main tendon that you feel when you touch the back of your ankle. Yeah. It's running right down. It connects your hamstring to your foot. It's this big. Uh, this all just sounds very painful. Right here, touch it, dude. I don't even want to. Feel it, dude. Don't make me do it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm going to do it. Right there. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, that's that. your Achilles, dude. Oh, I actually hurt this. You've hurt that before? To, uh, just recently in the back, I got I got uh, ran over by this cart. And you hit the Achilles right there. Yeah, it just scraped me. I was like, oh. So, yeah, dude. Be worse. This tendon right here goes mm-hmm. all the way up to your hamstring. Ooh. And so, that that snaps, you're just. Oh, you could see it. When it happened, he was oh. playing. You, he was playing basketball in a basket in, in, for the Golden State Warriors, and you saw this ripple go down his leg. It's like a rubber band snapping. Oh my god! Stop! You're hurting me. You're yeah, hurting it, me. It, oh, it's so gnarly. And it controls your foot. So as soon as that happens, your foot's dead. It, you can't even pick it up. Like you can't move your foot. It's. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I can't imagine just my foot just being what, like. Just a dead foot. Like, just, you know how when you're, your foot's asleep and you're trying to walk and it's all, like, wobbly, you know? Like, you can't move it. Have you ever Stop. tried to... Stop. It's hurting. I don't want to experience it. <laughs> Have you ever tried to Stop walk? Stop putting it in my head. When, when your foot's asleep? Oh, no. It's so weird, right? Oh, yeah. Your your leg feels like... But like, at least I'm still walking. 
Yeah, but you, you have no like control and stuff. Like, yeah, dude, he fucked it up. Yeah, Man, and, I can't. The biggest thing too, or the 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 thing that should have happened was he shouldn't have been out there in the first place because he did have an injury. He was injured. His um, they were calling it a hamstring or ankle injury, so they knew that that area was was hurt. And he still tried to go out there and play. And then he he was dribbling. He stepped back. You know, like when your foot's completely stretched like this? Yeah. And he tried to, like, step off the back of his foot. And that's when you see it go, Shh. Yeah, you can watch it, too. You can watch a video. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I don't. It just sounds so painful. Uh, it. I wonder what kind of pain it was, too. Like, if it really is that pain. It might not even be painful. Your foot could just be like it feels like it's dead, like asleep no if it's going all flippa 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 up in my leg i'm sure that's gonna be painful probably yeah, i would guess there would be some pain for sure um i mean it's painful when something's you just have a cramp you know in your calf yeah i could see the calf muscle hurting you just said that's all connected like damn it's, it's a tendon hurt. It's, yeah think of like a rubber band connecting your muscle to i your... know man like no yeah tendons oh. are different because tendons you don't have a lot of feeling in doesn't your body just hurt from just normal muscle tear when working out muscles are different though when you tear a muscle you definitely feel that di- differently than tendon so you could have a, t- a tear in your tendon and it might not even hurt um i i tore Dude, my that's so gnarly i tore my mcl in high school when i was playing football some guy uh i was block i was blocking and some guy another lineman fell sideways into my leg and it went in my knee went sideways it like bent in because all of his weight fell on my leg um and uh dude i thought my kneecap dislocated like, cause it felt like my, you know, your knee, your bottom of your leg connects with the upper part, right at the yeah. knee. It felt like that, like when like came apart for a second. Um, and I, I don't even remember falling down. I just remember feeling that. And then on the floor, like it was crazy. And then, um, yeah, I went to the doctor, got an MRI and, uh, on my knee, which is a crazy machine. Have you ever gotten an MRI? Oh yeah. That loud sound, that banging. I hate it. I fell asleep. What? <laughs> it was like soothing. No, and then they, they don't want you to move at all. That's my thing. Yeah. Is like I have restless legs, dude. So when every time I've had my my knees MRI'd, scanned anything, like, and they don't want you to move for like fifteen minutes while there's noises on you, yeah, like can't do it. It, it it's so ah uh, frustrating. No, because like I need to move. Like my legs, they they rock. They jitter. They you just jitter. naturally like just are naturally, bouncing. Yeah, yeah I, I have to have my legs moving. They're they're rocking back and forth. They're shaking. Like to fall asleep, I need to like shake my legs. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. So like sitting in an MRI, fucking sucks. It's when, loud when you too. have to just be still and don't move at all. I can't. I can't do that. Oh, I fell asleep. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, heard, I heard the banging. Dun, 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 you give me anxiety. 
This is so terrible. I heard the dun 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 like you would right? Isn't that what it does? Yeah, it's these giant like loud terrible magnets. Yeah, and it's just it's they're just bouncing sound off your leg. I actually have images of my MRI on my computer. Nice. Yeah. I wish I had the image of my tear on my knee. I wanted to see it. I remember them I, showing I, I it I found to a me. software. I could. I downloaded this software. I can see it all, too. Oh. Yeah, I, want, I like wanted in, to see in it. in 3D and tear it apart. So the MCL is different from your ACL, which is another tendon. The ACL is what you hear a lot about players tearing. Mm-hmm. Um, that tendon doesn't heal or ligament. I'm calling it tendon. It might be a ligament. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But um, it it doesn't heal. The ACL won't heal. They have to repair it, even if it's a partial tear. They have to do something. But the a- the MCL does he- repair. It does heal itself. So in a couple of weeks, I was able to play again. I just had a crazy ass brace. I felt like a robot, dude. It made my leg like kick out when I was running. Yeah, dude. I would run. I felt like I felt like that's what I, the sound I was making. That was the sound in my head when I was running. Cause I don't know. It just makes your leg kick out. Cause you know, like you're wearing this brace and it had like these like. Should arms. you even be running? Yeah. Yeah, I felt fine. I ran. I played. I started. With you know? a brace? Yeah, I started. I was a starting this center. This bionic brace that enhanced your running, they let you play? Of course, dude. If That's you, fucked up. If you watch the college players, actually all the college linemen have braces on their knees. They just wear them. Even if they're not hurt, they wear them. It's just to protect your knees at this point. Because um, the most common injuries for linemen is just people falling into your goddamn legs. Either your own guys fall into your legs or the other team dives or something or the running back runs into you and then falls on your leg. You know, like they're, uh, they're constantly getting hit in the knees by other players that's crazy yeah i and i was able to avoid it for the most part I, it only and it happened in practice too which was a bitch dude. it didn't even happen in a game it was stupid practice somebody just being an asshole and going all out and fell onto my leg but um i don't even know who fell on my leg dude fuck that guy but yeah dude i remember i was walking dude i would try to walk on it and my leg would just give out like that's how that's why I was saying it, it didn't hurt. My knee didn't hurt. I had that partial tear, but I knew something was wrong because I would be walking and I would just like it would like give out on me. Like it wasn't strong enough or something. Right. It was crazy. So I used crutches for a while. Um I remember going to Target and using their uh, electric uh carts. I was just I had another friend on the football team that was hurt too. So we both went to Target and we were driving around those stupid carts. I use those carts too when I had my knee surgery. Yeah, we were like racing each other inside Target. It was funny. But um it was like a scene out of uh out of Days of Thunder. You ever watched Days of Days of Thunder? No. Tom Cruise? Mm-mm. He gets injured. No. And- uh, he gets a real bad car crash okay. with, with another racer, another dude that he competes with. And um, they're they're so competitive that they're both in wheelchairs and they're walking next or they're getting pushed next to each other with the nurses. And they're like looking at each other. And then one starts to like creep up ahead a little bit faster. So like he like hits the wheel so he can be past him. 
And then the other guy does it. And then they just go into a full-on wheelchair race day. And they're going down a, a hospital hallway with, like, patients <laughs> and stuff. And they're over there racing on a wheelchair, dude. That's funny. Yeah. It was actually kind of a funny scene. But, yeah, these these guys are all... Oh, you know who it was? Um, the guy that he was um, racing was the dude from Walking Dead um, that got his arm missing, whatever. Um, what was his name? Remember? He had a... He was the brother of uh, one of the, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was uh, the whistle dude with the arrow. The heck is his oh, name? Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. Yeah, whatever his name is. I remember that guy. I should look him up just so, just so I know. But yeah, that was the guy. He was so young, too. He had long hair and everything. Let's see here. What the hell is his name? Hold on. But yeah, he uh he was like the arch nemesis of uh of uh Tom Cruise in that movie. Let's see. He, he was also in uh did you like him in um in the new Suicide Squad? He was he didn't have a very big part, but he was in it. Oh yeah, he was in it for a small amount of time. In the very beginning. <laughs> that was so great what they did with that movie. The new Suicide Squad was awesome. They had you thinking this was gonna be the team, and then they just fucking killed the whole fucking team in front Michael of you. Michael Rooker. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. He's legit. What was his name in Walking Dead? Dude? He had such a famous name in Walking Dead. I can't remember shit right now, man. Meryl. Meryl. Yeah, Meryl. Meryl. Meryl Dixon. Dixon. From 2010 to 2013. He's 67 years old. Oh, yeah, he was Meryl and his brother was Daryl. Daryl. Meryl and Daryl Dixon. And they used to be bad guys. Yes, he got left on that roof, remember? Yeah. And he fucking lived. Yeah. (laughs) Chopped his hand off. Yeah, to get away from the zombies, dude. What do you think about what would you what who would you be if you were in The Walking Dead? Would you be like a Oh shit. Would you like uh you think it would be part of the good guys, right? You wouldn't be part of the like, savages? I guess it really depends. You you could see yourself going bad if you had to. Oh no, I guess not. Yeah, you'd have to be evil, dude. Yeah, I don't want to be evil. No, I don't want to. But you had to stab the zombies in the eye and shit. I know that'd be hard. <laughs> you wouldn't want to kill them. I want to kill them. Oh, okay, okay. I think I wouldn't want to stab them. I think I'd go like the sword route. Like, let me chop just the get, head. Just be ah, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, that could, sounds like exhausting. No, just give me, give me a lot of guns. I'm gonna go with big guns. But sometimes you gotta go hand to hand, man. Can't always use uh, guns. Oh my God, it's so difficult. I need, I need a couple years to train for this. Yeah, you don't. Have, you have to do on-the-job training. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You don't. Uh, you don't get to do. Uh, I don't want to think about a zombie apocalypse because now I'm thinking about all the people I would lose. Well, you know, we have the monkeypox now, so we got to think about it. You know, it's I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, and then there's some other virus or something. They I, I saw a headline. I for. just saw the T virus is eating cancer cells now. Oh, the T-Virus. And that's the virus from the Resident Evil? Yeah. Did you ever play Resident Evil? 
Yeah. The Umbrella Corporation. Uh, my uncle used to play it when we were like real young, like the first one. Yeah. And he owned a PlayStation. He would play it. And um, it was just such a mature game. We weren't allowed to play it, but we could watch him play it. And it was like the funnest thing for us to go because it was so scary. I remember like is. cowering every time. The, that... And then I go back and look at it and I'm like, oh, well, that's not as bad as it. But you know what? The the new games they have that new are zombie are games. Scary. That's still the only genre of game that's really scary. Like it get you get into it. Like uh for VR, that's the scariest. There's so many videos of people playing zombie games and getting freaked out. Like, oh yeah. I'm trying to think of like I guess zombie is a good like entry into like horror games. There's just nothing better than well, a zombie. Well, there's five game. nights of Freddy's. That's pretty scary. That's but, a good uh, horror game. Or, I don't know. What about know, um, is it though, really? Silent Hill? For like adults, Did though? they do zombies and they did like yeah, witches Yeah, Silent Hill shit? was cool. Silent Hill was crazy. Demons and monsters and shit. Doom. Doom does demons. Yeah, they did demons That one's too. not as horror as it is just... Yeah. It's just something... Oh, you know what's really... It's kind of zombies. It's like a fungus zombies was um, Dead Space. I downloaded Dead Space. Dead Space is good. That yeah. was scary. I just downloaded it. I was going to try it out. I had out. a friend who who we would watch play um, in college. And I think it was Dead Space 2, 3. I don't know. Regardless, it was one of the Dead Space games. And uh, so we'd watch him play. And he was doing the challenge where, like, if you put it on the highest difficulty there is, they give you three saves throughout the whole game. And it was a two-disc game. Mm, that's tough yeah that would piss me so off so you want to you want to <laughs> save at the end of disc one and then there's another spot in disc two that you want to save and then you want to save right before the last boss but the thing is is not only are those your last save spots like just imagine you know you can't save until the end of the game you run out of lives you're dead you can start all over. Yeah, you can go all the way back to your last safe spot. And it's like, fuck. There's frustrating games out there. That would be frustrating. But, but we watched him play all the way to the end. It Did was you crazy. put all the skulls on on uh, Halo and play? Oh yeah, we've done that before. We just play. No, no, I'm talking about the new, the new one. Oh, the new one. Yeah, because that's a there's achievement for playing all with all skulls. I don't know. I don't. I'm not sure. It's hard. Yeah. At I least bet. that's what I've heard. Yeah, it's really hard. I don't even think I have all the skulls in the campaign, right? Yeah. Did yeah. you um did you get a request from Xbox to play to, to beta test the co-op? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, I got that too. I mean, maybe we should do that. I didn't know anybody else that got it. So I was like, well, what am I gonna co-op with somebody else? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I'd, I'd be down to, to play it. Yeah, we should beta test it, dude. Yeah, then we, we could, could be beta testers. We can co-op. We are it. the beta testers. We can co-op it through the the campaign and test it out so they just need people to that was a while back though hopefully it still works i'm sure it still does yeah i have to try it but i should have clicked on the link and signed up but i i I waited so hopefully i think i did oh did you click on it i think i I went through and did it because i got the message on my uh alerts but i didn't click i i read it and i i was like oh they're beta testing it but i didn't uh, actually sign up for it it was on my xbox uh page 
for alerts and such. And what are we at, dude? We're at uh, hour 15. That's good. Let's keep it around an hour. And that's good. We're good. Yeah. Thank you for uh, another lovely (laughs) evening. Why did you just go into thinking? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I want to shout out to our non-sponsors that we don't have. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to Bud Light for always enhancing my uh, drinking uh, abilities and uh, Corona. And Corona for making a a low-carb, delicious beverage. We should get some Buffalo Trace. You want to get some Buffalo Trace for next time? We haven't taken any shots in a while. No, we haven't done shots in a good time. I still have that whiskey that um, DJ Loves left, too. Oh, I thought we finished it. No, it's just in there. Oh, okay. I just haven't been bringing it out. Okay, we'll drink it. Yeah. We'll finish that first, then. Yeah. All right, we'll do some shots next time. We'll do yeah, some... We, we gotta get back to our roots. Yeah. Taking some goddamn shots. I, some although we, shots. Did, we did smoke that joint or that cone. That we, did, we did that cone today. Yeah, that was a good cone. That was pretty chill. Oh, man. I was so fucking high. All right, you. All right. We'll end this shit. Yeah, let's end it. All right. Thank you, uh, ladies and gents. And uh, my name's Steven. Have a, have a beautiful night. Bye, everybody.